Lights, camera, Asia. A look at Asian culture and history through the lens of cinema. Hello and welcome to Lights, Camera, Asia. This week. We'll continue from where we left off last week and look at a story of Infernal Affairs, one of the most well-regarded gangster films to ever come out of Asia. Last week, we got to a point in the story where a drug transaction conducted by a triad gang, led by seasoned gang boss Han Sen, was sabotaged by the Hong Kong police. The police, on the other hand, managed to apprehend the gang members, but failed to secure any evidence to press serious charges, since the gang members were tipped off just early enough so that they can dump all the drug in the sea. In the end, neither side got what they were really after, but one thing is crystal clear for both sides: there is an undercover embedded in both the police force and the gang from the opposite party. And neither party knows exactly who that mole is. Well, both are desperately trying to find out. Chief Inspector Huang has tightened his supervision within the police force, whereas in the gang, Hansen has also tried a number of measures to fish out the mole. At one point, he even tells all of his gang members to fill out forms with their personal information. Claiming that he would use it to buy everyone health insurance, but the gang members all know that their boss is trying to find out who the undercover is. Members of both organizations have become suspicious about each other. The air of distrust and paranoia begins to permeate both in the police station and in the gang's headquarters. The heads of both organizations, Chief Inspector Huang and Han. Of the Triad Gang, are also exhausting their ways and efforts to get the moles to show themselves. They both know that every day the issue isn't solved, their operations and probably their lives are at risk. But no one, not the gang members or the police officers, nor the police chief, nor the gang boss, feels as much pressure as the two undercover agents themselves. Because they both know that the moment they get exposed, they'd be killed immediately, and future operations will likely be all jeopardized. Both Chen and Lao are tiptoeing their way around their daily tasks, not knowing what tomorrow's going to bring. One day, while Chen, the undercover officer in the Triad Gang, is having a conversation with Han, his boss in the gang. He catches a glimpse of a few audio cassette tapes in Han's drawer before he closes it. Days later, Chen finds that Han has suddenly headed out without telling anyone where he was headed to. He instinctively knows that this is probably his best chance of catching Han meeting with his mole inside the police force. So he makes up an excuse and tells other gang members that he's heading out to get a massage. And he followed Han's trail. As it turns out, Han heads into a movie theater and sits behind a guy wearing a baseball cap. The two seem to exchange a few words in darkness, and Han soon heads out. Chen spots the guy that Han was speaking to, 
and follows him from far behind. On this side of the fence, Lao feels somebody on his tail shortly after he walks out of the theater. He tries to zigzag his way around and changes pace to get the follower to expose himself. It is a fast-paced and exhausting cat-and-mouse game, and neither side of the two can get a good look of one another despite their best efforts. The only thing that Chen gets out of this is that he sees Lao, the undercover in the police force, uh, with his habit of slapping the side of his leg with a piece of paper when he walks. Let's remember that little detail because it turns out to be a critical piece of information later on in the movie. The table soon turns when Chen himself later heads out to meet with Chief Inspector Huang, his supervisor in the police force and one of the only people who knows about his real identity. During their conversation, Chen tells Huang that Hansen seems to be strangely confident that he would be able to pin down the mole in the gang. And on the other hand, Chief Inspector himself still has no clue who the undercover criminal is in his police force. Huang even says at one point in the conversation that he is at the end of his wits and someone might end up being killed if this continues because things are really not looking like they're stacked in favor at this point. Little does he know just how prophetic he ends up being. When the pair is about to split, Chen gets a phone call from a fellow gang member. They tell him that Hansen has targeted the mole and is now about to make a move on him, and that he must return to the gang headquarters as soon as possible to join the operation. What is even more terrifying is that he and Chief Inspector Huang suddenly find that the building they're in is surrounded by gangsters, and some of them are already making their way up the stairs. The pair realize immediately that they'd both be dead if they are spotted together. So Huang asks Chen to leave the building by taking the window cleaning lift, and he himself would pretend to be a regular Joe and to exit by elevator. Both know that Huang has chosen a more dangerous route so Chen can have a better chance at leaving the building alive. But neither knows just what the consequence was going to be. Minutes later, Wan Chen manages to leave the building and is trying to circle his way around to the front entrance. Someone drops from the sky and crushes the taxi that he just took. It's the dead body of Chief Inspector Huang. As it turns out, he was trying to make his way through the crowd, but he got spotted by one of the gangsters and they pinned him down. Chen almost has an emotional breakdown when he spots the dead body of his former mentor. He doesn't know what to do, and he tries to control his own emotions because he's standing right in the middle of a crowd who is gathering around the taxi. And just seconds later, other gang members join him, and while they're blaming him to be late in this quote-unquote key operation, they soon begin opening fire to the police who also got on site. Chen is totally at a loss and he couldn't even pull his sidearm. One of his bodies pulled him inside the car and the two just drives away. It was during the ride that Chen learned what happened. The gang members pinned down Chief Inspector Huang and they beat him for a good 10 minutes to try to get him to reveal the identity of the mole. And he didn't give up Chen's name. 
because he himself also knows that regardless of what he says and does, he was probably going to be killed. The car ride is arguably more emotionally taxing than anyone he's taken before. On the inside, Chen is really hurting. His most respected mentor, the guy who guided his journey in the police force since he was a young man, has been tortured and killed right in front of his face. And he understands more than anyone else that a guy practically gave up a better chance to live on just to cover him. But on the outside, he has to pretend that he doesn't really care because he's sitting right next to a fellow gang member. And suddenly, the car crashes into a pole and Chen was jolted and pulled back to reality. It is then he realized that the gang's friend of his has been driving him while he's all been blooded. He was shot up pretty bad during the gunfight and Chen just didn't spot the wound. Before he has his last breath, the friend in the gang tells Chen that uh, he didn't tell his boss that he went out to get a massage just to cover his trail. And then he passes away. Just within moments, Chen witnesses firsthand the deaths of two people who are close to him and who both were trying to help him. A police chief who is trying to cover his identity and a fellow gang member who didn't want to leak the real reason behind his absence to his boss. Now granted, the fellow gang member didn't suspect or know that he really is an undercover and that adds an extra layer of emotional complexity to the whole thing. A friend covers for him because he didn't want the gang boss to be suspicious of Chen because he was so convinced that Chen couldn't be that undercover cop. But as it turns out, Chen was. At this point, Chen really doesn't know how to act and how to deal with people anymore. Because while as an undercover agent embedded in a different organization, he constantly has to keep his guard up and he couldn't trust anybody, he realizes that there are people who trust him all along. And whether it's by decision or just by chance, more than one person gave their lives to cover for him, albeit for different reasons. We'll get more into his psyche and how this affects him in a character analysis in a later episode, but suffice to say that this adds a lot of complexity to a character who already is in a complex situation. Wan Chen returns to the gang headquarters later on, he finds that the entire gang is moving forward with another drug transaction. Because now that they believe they've killed Chi's Inspector Huang and uh, they probably get rid of whoever the mole might be, it is much, much safer to actually move forward with an operation of this scale. And it is as if things couldn't get any more complicated. Along the way, Chen gets a phone call and the caller ID shows the name of Chi's Inspector Huang. But he's supposed to be dead at this point. Chen is hugely nervous as he picks up the phone and a voice from the other end of the line asks him whether he is the one. He then hangs up, and then another phone call comes in. Now, all he hears from the other side are gentle tapping on a hard surface. The person on the other end knows that Chen and Chief Inspector Huang have been keeping in touch with one another via Morse code, and he's tapping on the phone to send a series of coded messages to Chen, proving that he is actually someone from the police force. This is a hugely critical moment in Chen's career because he finally believes that there might be a chance that he could leave the gang and return to the police force. But he doesn't know whether that voice, that person who's tapping from the other side, can really be trusted. 
I'm going to leave you all with this cliffhanger. Please stay tuned and tune in next week to Lights Camera Asia, and we'll conclude the story of Infernal Affairs. I'm Jake Chen, and I'll talk to you next week. <laughs>